Hello, welcome to Ditch the Diet podcast. My name is Kerry, and this week we are talking about three beliefs to fuel your weight loss. So I've been reflecting on what my yo-yo dieting taught me because I spent years and years yo-yo dieting. I mean, I've mentioned it before on this podcast and I've shared quite a bit of my story that I've really yo-yoed in terms of my weight probably since I was about seven years old. I didn't really start dieting until I was in my teens, but certainly I've yo-yoed really since I was seven years old. So, you know, that's, that's a good kind of, you know, 30 odd years of my life. Um, So, I have experimented with many different diets over time. And as I grew into adulthood and, you know, I moved away from trying Weight Watchers or Slimming World and some of the other kind of membership um, kind of weight loss clubs, you know, I tried paleo, I tried the Candida diet because I thought there was something wrong with my gut. I tried, um, you know, different, um, you know, cutting out different foods because I thought I had a sensitivity. Uh, I cut out wheat and sugar. I tried so many different things, Atkins, um, you know, so I mean, the list just goes on. I've probably forgotten loads of them. And what I started to realize when I came into my late twenties, early thirties was, hang on a minute, there's all these diets and lots of people have success with these diets and I have not had success. I mean, yes, I might lose weight, but I seem to put it all back on. I was the common denominator through all of this. And I started to recognize that it probably wasn't actually the diets. It wasn't really what I was eating necessarily. Um, You know, it's about why am I eating? Because I lost weight, I had different eating regimes, and I would have success in terms of losing the weight. But then I put it back on because I would just go back to old habits. And they might have been just occasional habits that would come back after a successful diet. But eventually, they grew back to being an everyday thing. And so my weight really yo-yoed a lot over the years. So I don't know if you can resonate with that. But really, what I came to by my late 20s, early 30s was hang on a minute, I'm the common denominator here, what's going on? Why can't I just eat like normal people, you know, and I, I mean, that's just loaded in itself, isn't it? That belief that there is such a thing as a normal person and there is such a thing as a normal way to eat. But that's what I kind of got to. It's like, why can't I be normal? Other people do paleo and then they tell me it's amazing and you're going to lose lots of weight. And it didn't work for me. Well, it did work in terms of me losing weight, but I didn't keep it off because I went back to doing what I was doing before. So I started kind of questioning myself. I went through a long period of of thinking there was something wrong with me. Um, so I thought, you know, other people are losing weight on these diets and I don't seem to be able to stick to a diet for the rest of my life. So there must be something wrong with me. I, I started thinking things as well, like maybe there's something wrong with my metabolism. Maybe I have got a medical condition. So I went to the doctors a number of times. I got them to test me for polycystic ovaries because I was convinced I had all the symptoms of polycystic ovaries. Um, I wanted to get my blood tests. I wanted them to check my thyroid levels. I was convinced that I had a thyroid problem and it all came back negative. Now I know that there's some issues around thyroid tests and you know whether or not they're really looking at the right um, kind of numbers or whether their their scales are actually accurate. But really, it wasn't showing anything that they would actually class as a medical condition. And I was convinced I must have a medical condition because come on, the diets are not working. What is wrong with me? So that was the kind of mindset that I had. So I spent many years in that mindset, 
feeling quite hopeless and thinking there must just be something wrong with me. You know, maybe my hormones have changed. Maybe, maybe it's right. Like you get into your thirties, you start approaching your forties and your hormones just change. And this is just the way it is. And so towards my late thirties, I had started to try and accept instead of keep changing where I was at. This is when I was around about a size 18 verging on 20 before I started losing weight for the last time. So at this point, um, I started really kind of trying to accept the way I was because it felt so horrible to be hating on myself and to be loathing myself for the size that I was. And I just thought, you know what, if this is me for life now, I really should start trying to love myself. So I started doing a lot of work around self-love um, in 2017, um, I think it was, that I really started doing some some changes, some big changes around that. And then, as I mentioned um, many times before when I've shared my story on this podcast, I met a weight loss coach who, you know, came into my life quite randomly because she came in through some other kind of work I did. And I was working on her website and I saw that she had a page about weight loss coaching. And we started chatting about how I needed to go to my friend's wedding. And I was, you know, I really wanted to lose weight. Nothing ever worked. Um, I was feeling anxious about people seeing me in a dress and not having seen my friends for years. And what would they think of me? And she really inspired a lot of confidence. So she was saying, you know, look, I've, I've helped loads of people, lots of people who think that it's not possible and just give it a go. It's just six weeks. What have you got to lose? Her program was six weeks. So I was like, yeah, I guess, you know, I'm going to New Zealand. I'm going to this wedding. What have I got to lose for trying a, a new weight loss program for six weeks? So I tried it with the initial belief that it wouldn't work for me <laughs> and it did work. And I was like, what? I lost, I think I lost five or six kilos, which is the equivalent of 10 or 12 pounds. So that's nearly a stone if you use imperial measurements. And and that really broke open all of my beliefs because I was like, hang on a minute. I was convinced that I had some kind of problem with my thyroid that the doctors couldn't find, even though they've done blood tests, or maybe, you know, I've got some other problem going on hormonally that they haven't been able to find when they looked for polycystic ovaries. Um, maybe there's some metabolism problem going on. And I was like, whoa, what if that's not true? This actually worked for me. Hang on a minute. What is going on? So I, over time, I started examining what was really going on in my mind. And this is where my work has really evolved to be what it is today, which is where I, I help clients to really look at what's going on in their mind and take a look at why they're eating, not so much what they're eating. Because when you fuel your mind with the right beliefs and when you start to clear your mind out of those limiting beliefs and those thoughts that really don't serve you, you start to take different action. You start to not take the action of wanting to eat chocolate because you've got a craving and actually what's really going on is you're trying to avoid emotion or or eating because you're bored or eating because it's a habit and it's eight o'clock at night and you're tired and you do it every night. When you start to actually examine what's going on in your mind and figuring out why you're eating, things start to change and it can really be changes at this very deep root cause level that can really have a massive effect on all of our behaviors. And so I mean, it isn't kind of, of course, it's important what you eat because you've got to fuel your physical body. But the thing is, when you actually take those actions 
from a place of a clean mindset where you're believing and thinking things in a way that will fuel your weight loss, you're going to have much more success because it's not like you're trying to suppress those desires and those urges to eat the the sugary thing, to eat the chocolate, to eat the crisps. You're not going to be suppressing that desire and resisting it, which basically means that it grows and it feels very hard. It feels much stronger and more uncomfortable. You're taking the action from a place of actually um, inspired action and growth and understanding that you know, I'm learning how this is going to work for me. I'm learning how it can be easier. I'm learning what works for me. I'm learning how to eat any food without overeating it. I'm practicing how to be around chocolate and to not eat the entire block. That was one of them for me. (laughs) So I've been reflecting on on some of the thoughts that I've used over the past um, few years of, you know, losing weight and I think there were three that came up for me that I see reflected in my clients all the time. It it seems like these three beliefs are really universal. Now, you might have others that you'll add on to this, but what I wanted to offer you through this podcast today was an exploration of three of these really common beliefs. These are three beliefs that are really going to stop you from losing weight, and they are going to uh, stop you from losing weight for the last time as well. So for me, these three beliefs came up. Weight loss is hard. I can't lose weight. And I'm going to put it all back on anyway. I will put all of the weight back on anyway. Those three beliefs, it's hard. I can't do it. And I'm going to put it all back on anyway. Now, we've spoken before about the think-feel-act cycle, which is really the way our brain has evolved. It kind of, it's a framework for explaining motivation and why we actually take action in the way that we do. And so just a little recap, if you don't recall that from a previous podcast, the Think, Feel, Act cycle teaches us that when we think certain thoughts, they will produce an emotion, a feeling. And when we feel a certain way, it's from that place of that feeling that we take action or we don't take action. And so basically it teaches us that Thoughts create our feelings and those feelings create our actions. So if we want to think, if we want to understand why it is that we reach for the top chocolate despite the fact that we've decided to lose weight, if we want to understand why we're reaching, um, we're like searching for the um, food for in the fridge um, because we're bored, you know, we're just going on a bit of a raid in the fridge and looking for something to eat, that action is fueled by a feeling and that feeling was created by a thought. That is what the think, feel, act cycle will teach us. And this is a really powerful framework to actually deconstruct things because if you realize that you have a belief that weight loss is hard, that's really just a thought. So if you think the thought weight loss is hard, then how does that feel? If I'm thinking and believing weight loss is hard, I would often feel defeated. I would often feel like it's impossible. I would feel a lot of negativity. And from that place of feeling defeated, feeling like it's impossible, then what I would do was I would want to overeat. I would want to eat to make myself feel better. So that was a habit that I had created. There might be other variations of these actions. You might be able to relate to this in terms of having that thought, having that belief that weight loss is hard. So I invite you to question, what do you do when you think weight loss is hard? 
So for me, as I mentioned, my cravings grew because I would feel defeated, I would feel hopeless, and I would feel like this is never going to change for me. And so when those feelings came up, if I was in a situation where I was dieting, then I would try and use willpower and deprivation to override those cravings. And because I was trying to push those cravings down, they grew. I was trying to avoid them. I was trying to resist them. And those cravings grew. So therefore, the feelings of discomfort grew. I would suppress those feelings of hopelessness and defeat. And really what I was experiencing then when I overate was an unintended consequence, which was that I put on more weight or maybe I plateau if I'm I'm in a weight loss phase at the moment, I would plateau, I would see a change on the scales and I would feel defeated and hopeless yet again. That effect was compounded because I'd now seen a physical effect on my body. So those feelings grew even more. And then I wanted to eat more because I felt so shit about myself. So can you see how it's like a really downward cycle? Like when we think weight loss is hard, our brain will then uh, create an emotion of a vibration in our body that will inspire an action. An action might be in this situation, resisting a craving. So it might be an inaction or it might be taking the action of eating the thing. And then it puts you into this cycle of putting on weight, feeling shit about your body again, and then reconfirming to yourself, see, weight loss is hard. So it really doesn't serve us. So let's have a look at the second one. So if you're thinking and believing that you can't lose weight, what would you do? So for me, when I ran out of willpower and I had a bit of a fuck it moment, <laughs> I don't know if you have these, but my clients describe this as well. That you just, you know, you just think, oh, fuck it. I just want to eat that. You know, you have this quit where you just decide in that moment that you want to just binge, you want to overeat. So if you're thinking that you can't lose weight anyway, and something happens, say, for example, like you see the scales have plateaued or they've gone up a bit. Or let's just say that you go into a situation where there's some food that you absolutely love and it's really hard to control yourself around that food. You might just think, you know what, screw it. I just want to overeat. And again, what that does is that if we overeat, if that action is taken, then we plateau, then we put some of the weight back on and then it's just going to reconfirm. See, you can't lose weight. So that's truth. It seems like you've created the evidence for that belief. I can't lose weight because you've just put the weight back on. So it can be really helpful to break down what's going on in the brain and why we're actually taking this action, because then we can understand that actually, you know what, this empowers us. We don't have to do take these actions We don't have to keep thinking these thoughts that produce these actions that are not helping us in terms of our weight loss journey. So let's have a look at the third one. If you think and believe that you're going to put all the weight back on anyway, and then let's just say that you do eat off your plan. If you do decide to have some food that was unplanned and maybe even go into something that you would label as a binge or something like that or overeating. So very common thoughts come up around this, like, oh, well, it's just one day I'll start again. Tomorrow I promise myself this. You know, for me, when I was thinking and believing that I'm going to put all the weight back on anyway, what I actually did was I continued to overeat. That's a pattern that I really recognize. So I'd have unplanned food. I'd have a bit of a binge. I'd overeat. I would see a change on the scales. I would feeling be feeling really shit about myself. And then 
I just kept going. And it's like, no, you know, I knew what was working for me before. And for some reason, I just kept taking that action that really didn't help me. And it made me feel worse about myself. Then that meant that my cravings for food grew because I wanted to make myself feel better through eating food. And I would tell myself things like, oh, well, just one day and I'll start again tomorrow. Tomorrow often didn't come for a very long time until I felt inspired to go on a diet again. So for me, when I kept thinking and believing that I would put all the weight back on anyway, I definitely recognized that pattern of slipping back into my old habits. It's like I was already defeated. I was already failing ahead of time because I was thinking the thought that this is uh, going to happen. It's it's like a prophecy in a way. I'm just going to put all the weight back on anyway. So it really didn't work for me. So how about you? Do you relate to that one? Do you think you've got a belief or a thought that you keep thinking that I'm going to put all this weight back on anyway, just because your previous experience has shown you that. So you might want to question, what do you do in that situation? For me, as I mentioned, I shared that I, I got back into my old habits and then I would go back on a diet eventually when I found the motivation. So how does that play out for you? So this can be quite a mess that our brain creates for us, right? So I'd like to offer you three alternatives. And these are um, beliefs that I really, really um, found would fuel me. Because what if you believed that weight loss was fun, not hard? What if you believed that you could easily lose weight? So what if it was that we can't lose weight? What if you could easily lose weight? Imagine if you believe that you're learning to lose weight for the last time. You're not destined to put it all back on at some point. So these are the areas that I failed ahead of time because I was already thinking thoughts that I was going to fail. And I also see that my clients do this as well. So they've got their protocol. They've got their plan um, in front of them for the week. They're tracking their food. They're tracking their weight. They're eating any food that they want. They're having a joy eat strategically so that they're deconditioning that desire. They're learning how to be a different way around those foods that have felt impossible not to eat the entire packet. They're not depriving themselves. They're not restricting themselves. And yet they still don't believe that they can lose weight, even if they are seeing those results on the scales. They don't believe it's easy. They don't believe it's the last time. How can we lose weight for the last time if we don't even try and learn a new belief? So could this be why you're failing? Could this be why, you know, could it be that if you tried these beliefs on for size, that you could create a different result. So what could you create if you believed weight loss was fun? How does that thought feel for you? Weight loss is fun. Imagine weight loss being fun. How could weight loss be fun? You could ask yourself the question. How does that inspire changes in your body? What emotion do you feel? So for me, when I think, how could weight loss be fun? I ask myself that question. Then I think, oh yeah, I guess it could be fun because it is quite fun when you recognize that your body is getting stronger through exercise, when you recognize that um, you're more flexible, when you actually feel better in your body, and then you're able to experience different things. You're able to maybe do different exercise classes. You can do a new sport. You can go shopping and try on new clothes. And wow, you look so different. It can be really fun, actually. So for me, that, that question of how can weight loss be fun really opens up a feeling of optimism, hope, and possibility. So what if you believed weight loss was fun? 
How about being easy to lose weight? What could you create if you really believed it was easy to lose weight? How does that thought change things for you? How does it feel inside? What emotion does it inspire? And what, what does it bring up in terms of your brain? What thoughts do you think? So just notice any thoughts that come up immediately because it might be that you find very resistant thoughts. It might be that your brain says, no, that's not true. You can't easily lose weight. You can't lose weight at all. Who are you kidding? Just notice those thoughts. It can be really good exercise in self-awareness. So it might be that you need to ask yourself the question. If you can't believe that straight away, you can't go from a place of feeling like this is the truth to full belief and it's easy to lose weight. What if you just ask your brain that question then? How could it be easy for me to lose weight? And when you think these questions, your brain will then go off and look for evidence of that and it will offer you insights and ideas around answering that question, how it could be easy for you. So for me, when I asked myself that question, I was like, actually, yeah. So weight loss can be easy for me because actually I am planning my food in advance and I know what I'm eating. So my shopping is easier. Quite often I'm, I'm cooking in advance or I've just got stuff in the fridge. So my days are much easier. They run much easier. That saves so much decision fatigue for me. It saves a lot of time. I can just get on with things, grab the food from the fridge sit down, have my lunch. It makes it a lot easier in that respect. So how could it be easier for you? What other things can come up for you in terms of creating ease with weight loss? And then what will you create when you believe that you're learning to lose weight for the last time? How does that change for you? What if this was the last time that you're losing weight? And if you don't feel like that could be true, like, yes, this is the last time I'm losing weight. Well, okay, let's, let's find a thought that will help us get there. So what about if you're learning to lose weight for the last time? What if you're discovering how it can work for you to lose weight for the last time? What if you're becoming a student of your own body and discovering what works for you so you can maintain your natural body size, whatever that might be, once you get there? How does that feel for you? What emotion does that bring up for you? I really like this one because it reminds us that we're students and it reminds us that we're simply learning new things because yes, we may never have maintained our weight loss before. If you've had the experience of having most of your life going through yo-yo dieting like I have, you know, it can serve you really well to just come into that student mentality and be like, you know what? I'm learning what works for my body. This hasn't ever worked for me before. That much is true. That doesn't mean it can't work in the future. I am learning what works for me. I'm discovering how that works for me personally. So what comes up for you when you do that? So there are three beliefs that I would recommend that you try and create uh, some some, sorry, there are three new thoughts that I offer you and I would invite you to try and create a new belief around it because we we know that any belief is simply a thought that you've practiced so many times it feels like the truth. So how do we get these new thoughts to become beliefs? Well, we practice them. So journal about them every day. Answer the questions. How could weight loss be easy? How could it be fun? What have I learned so far that's going to help me keep the weight off for good? 
keep creating your new reality. Keep writing about how you'll be in relationship to food at different times. How So let's just say, for instance, you've got a wedding coming up on the calendar. Write about it in advance. How are you going to be at that wedding? How are you going to be around food? How are you going to be at the party? How are you going to be at the restaurant? How are you going to be when you crave those foods that you end up binging on, that you feel that you have little control over? Just create that new reality for you. How does the new version of yourself behave in this scenarios when weight loss is easy, it is fun, and it's the last time you're going to do it? How are you learning to maintain your natural body weight? So keep on connecting to how your life is going to change and keep practicing those three new thoughts and your weight loss will will change. It will change. So just to recap, weight loss is fun. You can easily lose weight and you're losing weight for the last time. They're the three thoughts that I offer you today to create a new belief around. So that's what I've got to you today for um, on three beliefs that are going to fuel your weight loss. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, if you've got any comments, if you've got any beliefs that come up for you, maybe they're a little bit different from what we've spoken about here, come over to my website and comment. So um, you can find this podcast episode on my website, kerrydwilliams.com forward slash 1313. And there's a comment box down the bottom of the page. Now, if you're ready to lose weight for the last time, I'd love to chat to you. I love helping women lose weight for the last time and really finding, helping them find inspiration and belief that it is actually possible to do this. So if you want to jump on a call and we can do some coaching to get you through one key area that you feel really blocked and we can talk about whether or not that support is right for you going forward. So feel free to get in touch with me. You can get in touch with me through my website, drop me an email, request a call or come on over to my Facebook page. So it's facebook.com forward slash Kerry D Williams and I'd love to chat to you. Okay, have a wonderful day and I will be back next week with another topic on weight loss. Bye for now.